Hi, my name is Michelle and I'm an alcoholic. Um, I just want to start by saying that um, I'm very nervous and, uh, and it's also a, a real honour to be asked to, to share here. Um, I think that um, you know, it's wonderful to hear about, um, about how people in recovery, um, how, the, how they do, how they work the steps and their experience of the steps and it's wonderful to hear from people who've been doing it for a long time and I think it's also great to hear from people like you know, myself who, you know, just in the beginning, you know, I'm nearly two years sober and um, you know, I'm really in the thick, in the thick of step seven and, and, and really putting all of the steps into my life. Um, and for me, when I think about step seven, I think about uh, change. And, um, you know, um, I'll, I'll just sort of, you know, identify a little bit. I came into AA five years ago and, um, and you told me that I was sick, that I had an illness that I had no power over and I was enormously relieved to find out that, that um, this that the way I drank and all the consequences of my drinking and my behaviour, um, uh, that, that that was all about having an illness. And I was just such, I was just enormously relieved. And it enabled me to, it, like it opened up a little window and a, and a little opportunity to stick around and and um, um, and, and it, it gave me hope that, um, that unlike um, lots of other places that I've been for help that, that um, you, might, you actually might be able to help me. And, um, but you know, I soon, I soon discovered um, and I was fortunate enough, I've always been fortunate uh, to have had a sponsor and a sponsor that's been very clear about doing the steps. Um, you know, so in my recovery, which has been an, an up and down process and I've had a couple of relapses, I, I've always either been doing the steps or not doing them. You know, it's never been something that I've put aside and waited till later. I've always either consciously been doing it or really been uncomfortable about not, not actually doing it or walking at it. And you know, so I started doing the steps and very soon on I, I realised and I was astounded that you know, that the problem wasn't the drinking, you know, the problem was um, that you know, I, I, you know, you told me I was sick and that I just, I, I just had to put the alcohol down and that I'd get better, you know, my life would get better. But what I soon found out and uh, I was really appalled, you know, that you know, I, I'd actually that, that the problem's me, and that I'd have to change, and um, and it was excruciating, and um, and you know, I don't, I really don't think that I have <coughs> really come to an understanding of step six and seven until this recovery, this last time, and like John, and I find it very hard to talk about six, six and seven as separate steps because they're really companion steps. Um, um, I, like John, I did, I did one, two, three and four and then I thought, well, well, well here, here are my debt, you, know, like I, I, you know, like I know I'm powerless over alcohol, I believe, I, I believe you that, that I'm, I can get well and that, that there must be that, that in itself is a power greater than myself and you know, I've, I've made a decision to take the suggestions and in a, in a sense that was my decision to turn my will over to this uh, thing that was greater than myself. And I'd done this fearless, um, um, this searching and fearless moral inventory of myself and I'd had this list of defects and indeed it was a list, you know, of, of defects. And, and then, I, I don't know, I did six and seven, a tiny little bit, 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 bit in the book. 
and then I leapt on to step um, <coughs> eight and nine. And, um, and you know, like, uh, I just didn't, I didn't get step six and seven and I, you know, I really don't know why I, I relapsed. I, I've got a few theories, you know, I think, um, you know, I think that willingness and uh, that ability to surrender <coughs> is just a gift, you know, it's not something that I've been able to manufacture. Um, and um, this time around, what I've, you know, what I've experienced with um, step seven is that just like I've had to um, accept that I have no power over drinking, I've, I've actually had to see, I've had, I've had to see my defects in all their ugliness and inaction, and I've had to experience them over and over and over again and to see the insanity of doing this and behaving and responding in this way over and over before I can actually see my defect for what it is or to see my part in it and the way I'm responding to it. But I've actually had to see that it is objectionable and it sort of talks about that in the, in the 12 and 12. And I've got to say that chapter in the 12 and 12 and step 7 is not easy. You know, I often go to the 12 and 12 to help me understand the particular step I'm on and in all other respects the 12 and 12 has helped me on every other step except step 7. Um, so I read it again last night and, and it talks about being humble and developing humility and it really, I, I sort of went away from reading it more, you know, confused. So I'm really just really talking about my own experience of step 7. And you know, I've, I've I've got, I come away from my step five and I know I could see the pattern of my responses and the way that my, my fears and my resentments and the way that I respond to the world has not served me well. But that's just a beginning, you know, and I've actually, and this is the, the part I find most appalling, you know, I've actually had to see, I've had to practice those bad responses and bad habits over and over and over again in recovery to get into an enormous amount of pain to see them to find them objectionable and to then absolutely get on my knees and say, like I'm buggered again, like I did when I first came in and said, I know nothing, I'm powerless, I can't do anything to change the fact that I keep drinking. Um, you've got, and I said that to my sponsor, I said, you've got me, I'm, I'm buggered, I'm out, of, I'm out of all, I'm just out of all ideas really. And I've, my experience in recovery has been I've had to do that with these defects and you know, that is really tough for someone who, whose biggest defect, like John's, is that I don't, not only do I require your approval to feel good about myself, but you actually have to think I'm pretty shit hot, you know. <laughs> so that's really, you know, like, and I've, so I've had to really behave badly, you know, and it, I've had to actually, you know, not only not get your approval, but step on your toes and have you retaliate and, and be in really awkward situations over and over again before I can actually, you know, be slapped around the head enough to see that this is the thing I need to change, this is where I need to change, and I can't change it. I'm powerless. And I'm in the, I'm in the thick of that right now, you know, and I have just begun to practice what I think, for me, is step seven, which is to, to start practicing doing things differently. Uh, and, um, you know, defects of character are, are just habits practiced over a long period of time, responses, you know, out of fear and, and, uh, and I've been doing that for a long, long time and it's going to take a long, long time to practice new, new responses and I have to act as if 
I don't have that fear of what you think of me, whether I do or not. I mean, that's really, for me, that's what step seven um, has been about. And it has been completely not of my doing. I don't wake up, you know, I don't come home after a really tough day at work and say, I have to practice, you know, tolerance and I have to do this, you know. I, because I can't, I can't think my way. I can't use the thing that's broken to think my way uh, to a better solution. Um, I've had to go to my sponsor time and time again and I'll be in the thick of something and I'll ring up and I'll say, you know, this is happening, this person's... And I'm, in, I'm in the, right in the process of that at work and it's no coincidence that I've been asked to share on Step 7 this weekend because I'm in agony at work. I've been put in a, you know, you know, I've been um, put in a position where I've got responsibility over other people, and I've never had that before. And um, and um, the more I try to have people like me and respect me, the more they don't. And it's just appalling. I've got people that I've normally enjoyed wonderful relationships with that you know they don't talk to me anymore, and it's just you know, so I've had to, I'm having another surrender again, you know. And um, and I believe that that situation has been thanks. Like I've, I believe that situation's been put in my life because I really, really have to learn, you know, this is a job where people aren't going to like me. This is a job where the more I try to, to have people like me, probably the, you know, I'm going to get the reverse effect. And it's a job where, you know, it's really, I really have to be honest and, um, and, um, um, and it's, 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 I guess, just another... Um, test, you know, I was a bit, I got a bit comfortable there, and then I moved into this new job, and I've, it's, I'm right out of my comfort zone again. And you know, my sponsor always says that, you know, and it's just something that she borrows from Alanon that it's, you know, it's better to start practicing something and doing it badly than not, not doing it at all. And I have to, I have to give myself that time, and I have to trust God that. If I just start to practice, you know, go, you know, I have to practice against these traits, you know, practice new ways of responding, and trust that God will um, carry me and will and will catch me when I fall, and that falling and making mistakes is a part of growth, and uh, that's been tough, you know, and um, and I've just seen myself being able to do this this time round in my recovery, and and I find it. I'm just really astounded by it, that, that I can ask for help, that I can cry in front of my boss, that I can um, that I can say when I don't like something or I don't think it's fair without fear of um, what he will think of me. So I think, you know, for me, step seven is... You know, they say about six, six, step six and seven that it really sorts out the men from the boys. Um, and it really does because because just you know in my experience it just hasn't been as easy as just walking away after step six with six with my little handy A4 list of uh, you know of defects and going right you know I'll just ask God to remove them and that'll be fine you know and it'll be in my time when I exactly when I need to have that particular irritating or defect of mine removed it'll happen and in my experience in fact. <coughs> that irritating little defect of mine will keep rearing its ugly head because I really, you know, when I think that I don't remember this, I really don't. I really, you know, in my experience, um, you know, when I saw in my, when I did my fifth step with another, with my sponsor and I really did, I saw it was just, it was actually ludicrous, the sort of repetitive nature of doing this stuff over and over and over again. 
you know, I, I just looked at the litany of uh, disasters that was my fourth step. And, um, and what, well, the miracle that happened in step five is that I actually saw, it was less about what happened and what I did. And it was more in that third and fourth column. And the fourth column was so repetitive, you know. And I was able to see that, oh, you know, God, it's just these, that's all it is, it's just these defects. But, you know, and I, I did. I mean, I genuinely wanted them removed. I wanted a better life. Um, but my experience has been that it's, it's um, I've had to repeat all of those defects again and again and again before I have really been willing to change or to, to have God change me. Um, and as John said, you know, I've had to just keep surrendering, you know, and I'm, I'm back on my knees again in my recovery with this situation at work. And and I really, I really think that's, that's one of my major defects, this, this need to be perfect, that I won't do anything until I get it right. You know, it's, it's crippling. It's crippling. And it stands in the way of me um, having a relationship with, with other people and, and um, really letting God in. And I was talking to David about Step 7 and David was talking mm-hmm. about how and I didn't see it like this, but actually this has really been my experience, that when, when I really truly am on my knees and surrendering and I'm asking God, just have, you know, take this away from me, that, that I, I open that up for good stuff to come in. And, and that's been my experience with all the other steps, that when I, you know, that when I um, freed myself of the wreckage of my past that was like a millstone around my neck in the process of, of step eight and nine, that it allowed, it created space for some really good stuff to come in. Um, and I have to say with the steps, it's like when I first learnt, learnt to drive a car, everything was really mechanical. Like I was always, I, was, I could tell you exactly what I had to hear for when I was changed into second gear. If you ask me now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I just know. I know I have to change to second gear. But when I was learning to drive, I was really conscious of, you know, changing the, doing the clutch and, and, you know, accelerator and everything was so, was just so labour intensive and I was so aware and conscious of all the little bits and pieces I did that made up this whole picture of, of getting the car moving. Um, and I stalled and I bunny hopped and I, you know, did, made all these mistakes and I looked like a crazy driver like you do when you're, when you're young. Um, and it's a bit like that with the steps. I really... I really can't talk about a step in isolation because it is really the whole, you know, it's the whole lot that works really well. And, and if I really work the steps, and, and you know, you know, I think that when I hear people say, "What step are you working on?" I don't really understand it unless you're really new and you're doing them for the first time. But you know, I constantly find that if I'm having difficulty with a step, it's because I, I'm not really trusting in God. You know. And it's like with my with my defects, you know, when, when I'm really in agony, like I have been recently, and, and um, not recently, but in the last few months with this bloody job, you know, it really is about going back. And when I made that decision, that I, you know, I trusted God with my life, and I had to do all these weird and wonderful things that you told me I had to do, it didn't make any sense. But that now, through repeated experiences, you know, I I now have that faith that. Um, that it works and that God's looking after me. Um, so I, I find it actually really difficult to talk about individual steps and that, um, 
but I think that I think that step six and seven, it's not, you know, they're steps that aren't talked a lot. Of, um, you don't hear people talking about them a lot. Um, and there's not much. I agree with John. There's not much in the big book. Um, and for me, the step <coughs> twelve and twelve, you know, I found it a little bit more confusing than it was, um, you know, help. And um, and it's a step that I really, really needed the support and uh, guidance from from a sponsor and going to steps meetings and doing stuff like we're doing this weekend. Um, and like with this whole process of of getting well and living a completely different life and living life sober, I've had I've had to um, I've just it's just practice. You know, I've had to I've had to practice. You know, I can't just. I, I just thought if I didn't like a character, you know, if I didn't like a character defect, I'd say, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I can see it now. It's pretty bad. You've got to, you've got to take it away. And then, boom, the, the new wonderful character trait would just miraculously appear. <coughs> but that hasn't been the case. I've actually had to develop it. I've had to practice it. It's had to grow and deepen, and and it's hard work. You know, it's hard work, and and um, that's why I've needed to ring my sponsor. You know, all, I've phone my sponsor every day for two years, you know. I never could never do that before. And I've just had to hear that message over and over again and for her to be able to highlight for me stuff I can't see about myself. Um, and to say that's that you know, this is this is remember the last time when you were doing when this was happening and it was about this, well this is this is the same thing, it just looks a little bit different. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh it's that bloody hell, it's that what other people think of me again, you know? Just is it a completely different form and, and um, it's very subtle and cunning, this, this disease. And, you know, this, I've done this, I've sort of done the steps or attempted to do the steps sort of in the past, the past two recoveries, so this is my third time and it really feels different. I really feel that I've had like a revolutionary change in, in me, that I'm radically different from what I was two years ago. And um, and it's just been through a process of doing these steps. And I've, I've got to say, I had I w- was terrified when I came back in. I was terrified that I was constitutionally incapable of being honest. That that I was different from you. That I that I wouldn't be able to get get well. And I can tell you that I was able to that that God enabled me to, to take direction and to get well even though I didn't believe that that, that would happen for me um, and I can't stress enough the importance of um, I don't think no matter how I hope no matter how long I've been around that I'll always have a sponsor because that disease is still there you know it's still in my head and um, and I know from my experience of relapsing that um, you know that you can I can lose that connection to God, and it, you know it's frightening. It's you know terrifying. So, time's up for me. Um, thank you very much for the privilege of being here and sharing in this weekend, and for the committee to ask me to share. And um, I hope that this weekend's been a, a, as great for you as it has been for me. And I'd like to thank the committee for just doing such a fantastic job. And um, I hope to see these weekends you know, continue. Thank you.